0: what up world before we get started with this episode i want to take a moment to give a shout out to the website and black podcast directory podcast in color if you guys are into podcasts if you enjoy brunch culture if you enjoy any other podcast and you're looking for ways to find out about more black podcasts check out podcasts in color their website is podcast in color they're also on twitter at podcast in color and i think it's the same on instagram as well but check them out they've shouted us out they didn't access to do this. We're doing this completely off the cuff, but just because I've, I love podcasts, Lisa loves podcasts. We've always tried, we're always trying to find ways to find new podcasts to listen to, to enjoy and our commute for our works. Just, just because we love podcasts and podcasts in color is a great place to go to find the latest podcast some great episode we have people that are retweeting and they have comments and things on there so just check out the website support black podcast and support podcast in color and let's get started with the show
1: we want to talk about faith we want to talk about uh, politics, we want to talk about race, we want to talk about pop culture. Literally, we did everything, 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 everything is up for discussion, and that's what French culture is about. It's about a
0: thing. Yeah,
1: Yeah, good. How are you doing today?
0: Well, Lisa, I'm doing good today. Today is a great day, and the weather is nice.
1: That is so awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all see that awkward exchange? That's just how it was at the beginning of the Billboard Music Awards between Ludacris and Sierra last night. I was like, what is going on, y'all? What is get it together? The fact that it, it's so strange to me cause they've known each other. Right. Like there was no sense of chemistry, like they knew each other prior to this at all. It's it like two strangers that got on stage.
0: Exactly. It didn't seem it didn't seem comfortable, it seemed natural. But I think for me and <clears throat> Ludacris did as well. I think Ludacris was more so of like, I'm in presenter mode. But one of the things that frustrates me with Sierra all the time is that She's so it's so valley girl robotic. It literally seems like she <laughs> Not thinks, girl no for me. seriously. It's like she <laughs> thinks like I can be this valley girl and I'll people will like me. Like yo, what what is that? <laughs> you know, like it, it was even her. Was it after Celine Dion's performance and she was talking about she was trying to say how great Celine Dion was and she kept fumbling over her words. I was like, that's because it's inauthentic. Like. You are not being a real person. You're trying to you're trying to give us what you think we want to hear, or you know, say the right thing. And it's like, honestly, don't j- just don't you know, <laughs> like just don't even do it. Just be you. But I don't know. You know, I don't think she's a hundred percent sure with who she is as of yet. Besides being Russell Wilson's soon-to-be wife, so. <laughs>
1: But you were saying that she kind of took, she takes on the persona of whoever she's dating.
0: Yeah, she does. You you see with, with future, she still had like the Valley girl voice with future, but she definitely was rocking, you know, baggy jeans. She had, um, that's when she, she did the whole like braids thing. She threw some goals in her mouth. She was wearing like, when you see her out, like out and about paparazzi taking pictures, you know, she was, she's dressed in like more tomboy baggy pants gear you know what i'm saying like she it was more like who like urban girl and now she's with russell wilson everything is high fashion and i'm i got to put on you know i i got on i got on a dress every time and i'm smiling and oh you know everything is great and let's just be positive and i'm a christian woman and so i'm saving my virtue and it's like come on man you <laughs> clearly <laughs> you a baby mama with they ain't never had no ring so you wouldn't always like this. Like it, it literally is like you're you're switching because that's just what he does. And I want Sierra. I, I I'm one of those people. I said this before on the show. I want Sierra to win so much so that every album that she's released since she like fell off, I buy just because. <laughs> no, for real. Like I buy the album. I don't even listen to it. I don't I don't really have expectations of it to be good. I'm just like I'm just going to buy it because I want you to win. And you know, I still don't get Sierra. This last album, she was like this is my most vulnerable album. It's my most honest, it's my most complete. Jackie, was that it? <clears throat> yeah, was it was, I don't hold on, let me look at my iTunes. I don't I, don't, I think it, that's what it was. What but was the
1: title? What was the single on that one? Cuz I know her by singles. <laughs>
0: You
1: so rude, man. <laughs> no, I'm saying, yeah, like, no, I don't... Man. I've never bought her album because i just never felt like she was an album person. I felt like she was a singles person. And, I mean, that's saying a lot because I bought Ashanti's whole album, The Declaration.
0: That's a good album, though. Come on, now. As- yeah, As- no. Ashanti? Not, like, yeah.
1: Ashanti produces great bodies of work. Yeah. Like, I just... She, she could be great. She's a good songwriter.
0: Yeah, she's an amazing it's songwriter. A, if you I'm if you put people, a biggie
1: beat behind her, she does incredible things.
0: <laughs> oh, I bet that's that's that was a song that was a song. Oh, from
1: this album. I bet you saw that. Yeah, yeah, that was a,
0: You know, but it's like when again bought this album, want to support Sierra, like oh, and then she got these songs on here that's like some teeny bopper stuff that you know you probably listened to when you was like twelve or eleven. What why? And she's like, it's my most vulnerable body of work. The only song that was good was the lullaby song was the song she did. No, I got you. The song she did for her song, like her son. That was the song for me that that was good.
1: Maybe when she referred to vulnerable zip. Oh, God, I can't even get it out. (laughs) Um, Yeah. What he said. Um, Maybe when she was referring to that, she was referring to that song with uh, with her son.
0: But one song for the whole body of work. That's well, what I mean, I mean. I
1: think she hit it off. I think she hit it misinterpreted. I bet. Cause I don't think future cares. Um,
0: yeah, but not at all.
1: <laughs> I think she missed that Your one. Baby I mama number 16.
0: You were baby mama number 16. He's not, he's not caring whatsoever.
1: So I think she might've missed the boat on, on predicting that he would start caring after she found somebody else. Um, I don't, I, don't, I think he just cares about seeing baby future, uh, but I mean, who am I? Uh, that Prince thing, though, at the award show was interesting. It wasn't interesting. It
0: was horrible. <laughs> it was the worst. Like somebody tweeted. Um, I think uh, somebody. I, f- I forgot who it was that tweeted it, but they were like, "This was actually worse than not even doing a tribute at all." And I was like, <laughs> I feel the exact same way.
1: It was it was really bad. I think the the thing that it helped us get through it um, was the the social media uh, memes that went up as soon as it was happening. The uh, gifts, yeah, like it, it it just
0: I was I was sitting there. I'm, I was in so last week, um, you know, I was on. on on a work trip or whatever. So I was going to bed and Wendy Williams was talking about it. She was, her, her show was on. So she was talking about it and she was saying who else could perform, but Madonna, like who else could do it? Because Madonna is one of the last icons. And I'm like, okay, so check this, right?
1: I didn't even, her name doesn't come to mind when I think of Prince and tribute, <clears throat> but it, like it,
0: the thing is, Madonna lip syncs her own music. If you <laughs> lip sync your own music most of the time, why in the heck would you think that anybody think it's a good idea for you to actually come in and sing live a uh, live performers? Like the Prince is known for being a performer. That's what he did. You know what I'm saying? Like he, he he gives you a show. He, he tours like, He sings live with live music, a live band, live instrumentation. He will change something up on the fly right in the moment. People know him from that. Why in the heck would you think a Madonna can come in and pay a tribute to him? Like, and I will say Questlove actually put out, he tweeted, you know, it was very like diplomatic and saying that, you know, everybody should be able to pay homage to him. And one thing he said, which was, you know, it's fair. And and, it kind of like challenged me. He was like, I don't think that we should get into the who did a better tribute type thing. And essentially in in this space and what I took it as in this space in today's climate of the world, everybody is trying to everybody's polarized on everything. Right. There's no middle ground. Everybody's like, wow, I think this and I think that. So he's saying, let's not make this. There's going to be 17, 20 more. Prince tributes to come. Let's not make this of like the battle of who did it best. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I got you. I get that. However, y'all know y'all was wrong for Madonna. Being, <laughs> like, Madonna, come you know
1: what I'm saying? And they should at least try to get Beyonce. Or,
0: or somebody that could sing. No, not <laughs> to her. You know what I'm saying? But for real, for real. Like Madonna is not a vocalist. You don't expect, yeah, you just don't and then she sings like she could have came in and, and did like, let's go crazy. It would have been okay. Like she, she going to get up here and give you some dance moves and like celebrate. But she literally is trying to sing like a ballad. What are you doing? What are you doing? Like, this is not your lane. Somebody should have told you that this was wrong. You had to, you had to know this was wrong. However, and
1: Stevie wonder was an innocent bystander.
0: Stevie wonder was an innocent bystander. And then she gets Stevie wonder on the stage. Right. He's getting hype and emotional. She ain't like holding his hand, paying attention. To, I was just, I was just annoyed. I really was just annoyed. I was just really like, why did y'all put Madonna on here? Like the best thing. One of my friends said the best thing by the whole performance was the purple chair. <laughs> the purple chair set off. I would, the I
1: would agree. And that when was, it was over,
0: right? That was the that was the best thing, and. She, she apparently posted like on her Instagram a photo saying like anybody can give a tribute, which is right. Anybody could give a tribute, but the first major tribute that's going to be televised to the entire world, you don't want it to be some something that's lackluster. He just died. You know what I'm saying? You're the you're the closest tribute to his passing. You want it to be somebody good. You don't want it to be, yeah, Madonna. Yeah. Madonna lip-sing again if you lip-sing material girl there's nothing in, in Prince's catalog that you should ever think that you should try to sing live nothing you lip-sing material girl yeah, Material girl.
1: <laughs> Material girl.
0: like come on.
1: <laughs> what's interesting is the whole show was bad <laughs> like from start to finish
0: it was boring it really was. It, it was extremely boring. It was extreme.
1: But you know, all award shows are starting to be boring except the Soul Train Awards.
0: Yeah, and that's because because it has soul, and you have people that you have actual great performers. And when I say great performers, I mean people that are gonna come in and give you like, it's the artist that's doing the performance, not that you have like a bunch of balloons on the stage or you got some pyro and some lights like that adds to a performance, but you can't just have that. Like you got, you know what I'm saying? It has to be something about I'm watching this artist perform because I want to see what you individually can do. All of these lights and these screens and all that stuff. That's what I don't mean. Like this, that's nothing that means absolutely nothing. That's it helps for the visuals of your performance, but it's not going to make a horrible performance better just because you put some balloons on a stage. Nobody cares. Nobody yeah. cares whatsoever.
1: Yeah, but BT threw some shade, um, and
0: I loved every minute of it, every second. We got you, and I had just—it was so funny. I had just posted to,
1: yeah, you was right on yeah, it. Yeah,
0: like and right, and then somebody tagged me in it, and I was like, oh, see, this is what I'm talking about. This is what I'm talking about because I know BT number one. It's a Prince tribute, so they hopefully won't have one person carrying that weight. When you have a a Prince or Whitney Houston or a Michael Jackson, you don't have, unless it's somebody that is like just that good, you don't have one person pay tribute to them. You have to have multiple artists. Some people are going to get things really well, you know, and people are going to buy into different things like, Hey, I'm going to like this artist more than I like that artist. This person is going to be really great at dancing. This person's going to be amazing at vocals. This person is going to blend the two. Like who is it that did that, um, Janet Jackson, uh, tribute and they had like three different people do it. Which I was a little, I was a little pissed off that they had Sierra go last. But
1: did they have Janelle Monet Because I feel like she does a lot of tributes.
0: No, 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 no. They with, in that in the Janet Jackson one. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. no it wasn't. It was uh, Janet. Not Jan-
1: did Janelle. she do one to Prince while he was
0: alive. She may have done one to Prince, and that was the thing. I, I was like, why wouldn't we get? Why wouldn't you you ask Janelle Monae? Somebody said Miguel, which I'm I'm fine. We can get M- Miguel. We can get a, bring a Ali, ask, ask Alicia Keys to do it. She's always talked about how much she idolized Prince. Like that was her dude. She's always since her very first album. Why wouldn't you ask these people <laughs> that can carry some vocals? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like don't. <laughs> but yeah, progressing forward. BET said that it's they, they got us, so I'm looking forward to see who they do. I'm ready for the list of people. Hopefully, they'll get it right and have multiple people paying tribute. We'll come together, and it'll actually be good and not just that people got on purple wristbands that light up and everybody saying purple rain. It better about be good
1: with this was. shade. They do. Like, they better come a. They better. It better be great. A.
0: Eh? But honestly, it don't they don't even have to put much into it for it to be better than this? This this one sucked.
1: I could
0: do Honestly, it better. And it, you know I can't sing. Right. Tone deaf you can do it way better. <laughs> <laughs> way better than that. No knock to you. You know I love you, but uh <laughs> I love you, but uh That voice. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of love though, so Tamar Braxton is no longer gonna be on the real, which I don't I don't watch the show, so y'all don't kill me. But I don't know the show outside of Tamar Braxton.
1: <laughs> I know it because I used to watch T and Tamara. Like I'm a faithful T and Tamara supporter. Call me corny. I love them. I love their reality show. And so she got she w- the last season is when she like was auditioning for the Real. Mm-hmm. So that's how I knew it was even coming on. So I knew. About it from Tamira, and mm. then Tamar obviously is on there, and I'm I'm a huge fan of her music. Yeah. I love like all her singles. Yeah, I haven't bought an album yet, but I heard it was fire. But I just come on, you got to come on with these albums, yo. <laughs> you know I'm a singles person. Like I got all her singles, and I I love Tamar. She could sing to me. I love her better than Tony because I know what Tamar sing saying. I don't necessarily know what Tony is singing, but I know that Tamar has a big personality. Uh, but I mean, at, now that I'm thinking about, it, Lonnie Love has a big personality. So yeah, I Lonnie mean,
0: Love's a comedian, and she's actually the, like the centerpiece of the show. Uh, apparently, like it was her idea for the show. So the thing for me is, I don't watch the show. I mean, I don't really. I told y'all how this works for me. This whole idea of when people watch daytime television shows, I always, besides having like a, a DVR, I always try to figure out how you watch it. Like, are what are you, do, you don't have anything else to do. Like again, Monday through Friday. And maybe it's because of me. I like stay at
1: home moms
0: that's what I'm thinking. Like, maybe it's just for the stay at home moms. Cause I'm like, yeah, I ain't got nothing else to watch consistently every day. Like all of these daytime talk shows, their numbers are like, you know, through the roof. These people, like people are making some like millions and millions of dollars. So I'm like, yo, I think most advertising dollars would work in like the afternoon, evening times, but no, it's like those daytime slots. And I'm like, who is watching this stuff? Like you ain't got no job. But anyway, that's my ignorance. However, I know I hear about it from Instagram. It's always I swear like every day there's at least something, a face that Tamar made or you know, something that she said or she's like smacking her teeth or something, you know what I'm saying? Like it's like a little one liner that she got. So I know I know about the show or hear about what they're talking about based on her. When they say that she got fired, I'm like, is the show ending? Like <laughs> And I love Lonnie Love. Lonnie Love is hilarious to me as a comedian. Like, but I don't, I don't think what she says, it 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 sticks with people in the way that what Tamar says sticks with people. Like, people go up for Tamar. I have a, my sister; she goes crazy about Tamar Braxton and knowing that she was fired from the show. I don't know what the details are. People saying they thought it was Lonnie love that she was upset with, or they thought it was, uh, is it, uh, Jenny, my, the other girl, they thought that she was upset with them, but apparently they all, I read like another article that said like they all were just as shocked as she was, that she was not going to be returning. So I don't know what's going on, but I guarantee you in the next month or probably a few weeks, people start getting more details. Um, her little, I'm sure they'll do just like what the beehive did and ran out to find out (laughs) what the story is and somebody will be getting a whole bunch of emojis on their Instagram page and all of the, all of the above. I know what's
1: coming. (laughs) Well, on another note, our beloved Kelly Rowland new group. And for those of you who aren't, this may be your first time, I am a loyal Kelly Rowland supporter. I like Kelly Rowland's voice better than Beyonce. Beehive, if y'all want to come for me, that's fine. I'm not saying that she's better than Beyonce. I'm saying I enjoy Kelly's voice over Beyonce's voice. I love her voice, and I I love her, like, just personality. I think she's so cool. Um, If I can hang out with any member of Destiny's Child... I would pick Kelly because I think she's really nice and she seems really sweet and genuine. However, Randall has a different kind of fascination.
0: Fascination,
1: Um, Lisa. You're not gonna
0: be disrespectful, Lisa. No, you're not gonna be disrespectful. I was (laughs) just about to tell you how much I appreciate all of those nice and kind things that you said, and I actually would, you know, see if she will be entertained meeting you. But you finna try to, you know, shade me. Well, you know, I'm
1: if you wanna. You know, Don't you even worry about her. It. So
0: you already went there. If don't you want to
1: call her and tell her so because y'all are in a relationship, correct?
0: We're we're married. Like, what do you mean in a relationship? Like, you make it seem like this. Is oh, a...
1: okay. Right. All right. So where is Tim in this whole thing? That's what I be. You know, Tim and t- Baby Titan.
0: I've already had this discussion with you. I don't have to, as I said before. What has been stated. What what is real don't have to be explained. She knows, I know, and God knows. That's all. That, that's all that matters. At the end oh. of the day, I don't have I don't have to explain anything to you. However, what we're supposed to be talking about, what what is left on the scroll, is that my wife, my baby mama, has put together a new group, a five member group, for her show, Chasing Destiny. Comes on Tuesdays at ten o'clock. If y'all not watching it, y'all gotta watch. Support the family. You know, we out here doing some things, some good things. But she selected the group, five girls. Um, have you been watching the show? Do you follow yes, it? I have. Okay. Mm-hmm. I was real. <clears throat> I'm
1: on the fence about five. I feel like five is a whole lot of people. Lot of I was three. Three. I feel like that's who I could get to know. Because when I think of five, I think of Danny King. And that was just, like, too many personalities. It, too many lot. people in that, in that group. Yeah, it's,
0: it's five is... Five is a whole lot. I a solid for me, a solid four is good. Um, but three, you know, you can get real comfortable with three. But I'm I'm cool with four. My friend was trying to explain to me that um, you know, with five you everybody can pick their favorite and pick a personality you know a style or skin tone or a voice or a look that they like and so it gives girls more people to connect to so it'll be more successful well, i mean you know it sounds good whatever we can go we can roll with it I, me and kelly had this this conversation and it was funny you know watching the show and seeing that um the producer was telling the same thing and i'm like i know she's sitting there i told her the same thing like five babies a <laughs>
1: Yeah, I'm so glad. I believe you have your right mind.
0: So as I was saying, we had that conversation. So you know, fire is, is a whole lot. But when she was telling me, I didn't, I didn't find out who they were going to be though. to watch the show, she wouldn't tell me who was going to be. She just told so me
1: really,
0: that, that it was going to be. like
1: he was all up in it.
0: And that, that was on television, right? The show on television. You yeah. you follow it with okay. Gotcha. So
1: how do you you feel about her and him being her manager? Why don't you manage her?
0: that's not what I did. I go to school for management.
1: I mean, but plenty of people don't go to, uh, usher, Raymond, uh, mama, Brandy, mama, nothing went to school for management.
0: They probably didn't go to school either. I went to school for a specific thing. So I'm, I'm doing other things. We try. I'm not going to explain this to you, Lisa. I've already explained to you that, you know what we keep, we, t- we talk about our business, but you know, there's certain things that she's been in, in the industry for years, certain things that you just got to do, you know, for yeah. the sake of being successful and I understand that yeah. and we respect that and we move on. So
1: no, I'm not gonna bother you, I'm not gonna hate, you know. You know, it's okay. Well, you know, tell Kelly, you know, to put in I can't table. tell
0: I can't tell Kelly nothing that you say because you you've been trying to shade our relationship and I'm just not doing it no more with Lisa. But um Yeah, let's let's just move on.
1: <laughs> well, I like their um their uh cover for Hotline Bling, they did an excellent job. So I'll be looking out for the new music. Um, I like the harmonies, and so um, yeah, y'all let us know what y'all thought about Tamar B.T. Shade Billboard Awards, Kelly Rollin' new group. Let us know. Hit us up at the hashtag #ChatBC on any of our on any social media, and we would love to interact with you guys. We're gonna be back with our main dish
0: and believe in love, Randall and Kelly you. <laughs> are back with our main dish
1: our main
0: dish i realized i messed up the song i was like dang that was that was lisa's that's lisa q she's supposed to come in with the with the theme song
1: yeah don't steal my thunder this is the only time i'm able to really record my voice because it's all first of all it's amazing despite what the haters may say you know in this where you're gonna have a lot of haters you know i know
0: they'll hate on your love because they don't have it and it's okay because i (laughs) we withstand the test of time so
1: you know and you're right you know i've talked about your love your relationship with kelly you know and who am i to judge because people judge my voice all the time you know so
0: well those people might be judging based off fact but um we are here to talk about um our main dish. It's time for the main dish. Yeah. So today we are going to talk about um um what are we talking about, Lisa? I don't know. I
1: Polarizing I start... arguments. Yeah. Like the one that you just had about the fictitious relationship with Kelly Rowland. <laughs> oh, so you just gone. <sighs> I just want. Yeah. We talk about that. Yeah, I see, you like, I slide, you like slide. You like slide into that, that you pocket. You slide into that pocket. You trying
0: to. I we've been. Just
1: to break it full The circle.
0: entire the the entire lifespan of brunch culture, we have tried to keep it very PC. But I'm realizing that you're trying to come in on my relationship, and I'm very protective of my family and my love, and I don't <laughs> like for people to try to you know just try to come for my family, like I. You can talk about me all you want, but you can't talk about my love because it's real.
1: You know what? That almost took me back to... Never mind. <laughs> um... <laughs> this is about brunch culture not... <laughs> Never mind. Listen, y'all, we want to talk about polarizing
0: ideas. <laughs> so... <laughs> The side notes. All right, so we got a show to do. We got a a show to do. So, so basically this whole idea of us talking about, you know, polarizing conversations and like literally we kind of live in this space in a society where literally people are on complete polar opposites of each other. Like we can't, it's almost like there's a whole bunch of shouting and everybody has all of these opinions. Everybody has, you know, the opportunity to get on social media and have your voice heard or share your opinion, which is good, which is great. You know, I th- I think what we the ideal thing to happen would be there will be a lot more dial- dialogue happening. A lot more people are communicating with each other, and so it would be a good thing. But what what's happened is basically people kind of like find their position, find it the, what they what they believe, and they just shut everybody else out. And it's so hard to really have a productive conversation or to really and truly get progress because nobody's listening to the other. And it becomes I'm I disagree with you. And so because I disagree with you, then everything that you say is stupid and everything that you say is dumb. And if you, you know, make a post on social media or on any social media platform or you put it on Twitter, you put it on Instagram and I disagree, then I'm going in on how dumb you are. As opposed to being like, hey, here's a moment to have some dialogue with you. Here's here's, here's an, an opportunity for me to rebut what you're saying or, you know, to share my perspective or my insight. And you be receptive of that and you not get offended. It really we don't have that. I think that's the that's the way that it should be. And it'll be ideal. But literally, you have people that hear what somebody is saying, be it it on social media and just in normal everyday conversation. And you just become completely closed off. You start speaking from a place of just being like, you usually don't have a lot of facts. It's just kind of like, well, this is how I feel. And this is what it is like this. How do we get past that? How do we do something that's different and move in a different direction? What do you think, Lisa? I
1: I think it's like, I see it all the time on social media. We go in conversations wanting to win. And if all you want to do is win, and if you feel like the person hearing you is, and you getting the last word, is you winning, then you always lose in relationships and trying to build relationships with people who think differently than you. The fact of the matter is, it's not, the goal should never be to win The argument, the goal should be to win the person. And that means that sometimes I may take a L on my position, but at the end of the day, did I build start building a relationship with the person? Right. Because people are more prone to hear you if they know you care about them. Absolutely. And so it's like, man, I could, you know, I could be in an argument. And I, you know, I've grown in this area. I'd be the first to tell you like the facebook memories really humbles me <laughs> like <laughs> right. when i think man i just need people to understand like how to have a conversation and then i'll go look at my facebook memories and i'd be so ashamed that some of the stuff the blanket statements i posted yeah. like years ago and i'd be like dang like that wasn't really helpful like <laughs> at all so when i look at my facebook memories i'm like man i'm really humbled by the fact that i really did stupid stuff with, with in my posting right like i just would post things and i'm like this is how it is or like i was a um i go back like during like uh november and then see when i was like a super super hardcore republican and i didn't even know why i was <laughs> and i would just post <laughs> like i literally
0: all oh, y'all I people didn't. in jacksonville
1: I didn't know necessarily why I was a Republican besides the stance on traditional marriage and a uh, uh, um, uh, uh, pro-life. Like, outside of that, I didn't have any frame of reference for the history of the Republican Party. Like, I was very ignorant. And I just, out of my ignorance, I made such bold statements. Yeah. And... um I was just like, dude, you were very ignorant. Like that was stupid, like because you didn't necessarily know. And the more I learn, the more I kind of step back, and I'm a little bit more cautious with what I say. Um, but it sometimes it's funny because in our society, the more ignorant we are, the more we have a lot to say.
0: Mm-hmm. I, and think, it, I think because it makes
1: because, us louder.
0: Yeah, because people think that you got the sauce. Like literally it's like when I get, I I feel like I have the knowledge. I know what's going on. You know, I read the, this opinion piece or I listen to this podcast, which, which all of these things, I love all of these things. Of course, you know, we produce a podcast. So I love podcasts before even starting brunch culture. I, I enjoy podcasts. So I listened to other podcasts. So these things are amazing. But what, what happens is, is like people hear an opinion, one that they can reconcile, one that they can understand, that they agree with, and that becomes fact-based, and it becomes a co- a blanket cover for everybody, and that's the problem. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just kind of like we can't. You, if you're not hearing somebody, I tell people this all the time, and I was having a conversation with a friend of mine that um, was telling me how, you know, some people believe that the most liberal approach to everything is right. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, for me, I'm like, no, that's not like, and I'm, I consider myself a very liberal person. Um, literally in terms of, I, I, I really believe that whether I know what you're going through, have experienced it, can relate to it or not. Honestly, I think that you're human, just like I'm a human. You should have the same rights and humanity that I have and vice versa. and, as long as you're not infringing upon mine or someone else's, you should be able to be who you are. And I believe that. So that puts me in the lane of being extremely liberal. However, there are certain things that I do take a more conservative approach to, like in terms of, uh, you know, saying, Hey, like, I think that as opposed to just going out and I don't want to say exactly the way I I, I'm thinking it. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, literally as opposed to making certain decisions uh, based on the fact that I can or have the ability to or, you know, I'm I'm I kind of I can get what I want when I want type of thing, I do take a more conservative approach and say, oh, no, I don't want to do this. I want to, you know, spend some time, take some time out and 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 try it this way or take my time, take a little more slow steps. Like I do. There are some some thoughts and some opinions that I have for myself that's conservative. And I think it is the best way to go. So I go. I take that route and that approach. But what I'm saying, what I also believe is that if there's somebody that is extremely conservative, you should have the ability to feel how you feel. You should have the the ability to believe what you believe, understanding though that, that that feeling and that belief can potentially cause some sort of backlash or cause somebody that wants to have a conversation with you and you be open to it. You know what I'm saying? I just think that we have, in this society, we just have, we've gotten to a place where we have so many tools to connect with people and to communicate with people and as opposed to using it in the way that it should be done to educate ourselves, to, you know, learn more about life and people and society and different people and be more open and it be more a lot more easy to deal with differences. We approach things at this point by way of. You disagree with me. So you're stupid. You disagree with me. So you're dumb. Or you know what? Because of this, one of the the conversations that we have is when it comes to, you know, people's belief system. I had a conversation with a family member that literally I was like, if me providing context for somebody that I don't understand is going to put me in hell. okay. like if that's what you believe. All right. Let's keep it moving because having a conversation with somebody, which is somebody I love, somebody I care about, and they can't get past this. Well, that's that's just wrong. That's just wrong. These people are going to hell. And I'm like, well, you got to stop and think, like, what got these what got this person to this place? How did they get there? You know. Would the entire, would all this entire group of people just be fabricating this? If there was an on and off switch that they can, that they could flick on and flick off. Don't you think if something is not popular, if something is not, you know, if it's not the thing to do the way to go, this will get you put back. This will get you ostracized from society. If there was literally an on and off switch, don't you think people would exercise that, that switch and just turn it off? Much like yourself, you know, in things that you do that may not be right, that's going to send you to hell, you know, you understand those or you give you have sympathy and empathy for people that are in those spaces because you can relate. But. For things that you can't relate to, you kind of just got to shut up and listen and you can still believe what you believe. You can still be on the same side of the coin that you want to be on. But you have to understand that ultimately when it comes down to it, this is out of my hand. This is out of my control. I don't know. I always say I don't have a heaven or hell to put anybody in. If I did, I probably would make sure that myself was my, my seat was secluded. I told Lisa early, hey, I would get, you know, I'ma get three golden tickets. If if it's on a ticket based system, I got three. <laughs> so when he take one ticket, I'm gonna be like, ha, I got two more tickets. <laughs> like <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I'm raffling them off. I'm trying to sell some. Like literally, I'm gonna be in front of the in front of the pearly gates. Like, how much mana you got? You got something Oh no, you ain't got enough. You ain't got enough. I got one more. Not I got two for one. <laughs> like, you know what I'm <laughs> literally,
1: got I'm, trying I'm
0: trying to like, Lord, I'm trying to figure out what I gotta do. But it's just like,
1: Y'all, just let me in the ghetto, heavy. Just go ahead. <laughs>
0: I wonder if heaven got a ghetto. Um, And I just, I'll be real, real comfortable, for real. Y'all can have the mansions. You get me a nice little one-bedroom. Living in D.C., I'm good with a studio. Look here, living in D.C., I'm good with a studio. (laughs) Get me a smooth (laughs) studio in heaven, and I'm all right. (laughs) Right? I don't need a mansion. Y'all good. I. You know, if you move to the DMV and you look at these prices, when you start... I started looking at, like, uh, buying some property, and literally, I'm, like, looking at these prices, and I'm like, yo, you know what? My standards have been lowered. I just need a good space in a, a nice location. Location is everything. If I can get a, a piece of a space in a nice location that's convenient, I'm good. <laughs> so... That's another way I'm, I might get to the gates and be like, "All right, Lord, I know you know everything don't look right, but as opposed to you having to build me a mansion, can you get me? I mean, can, I can, I can do a roommate situation. <laughs> <laughs> me and Lisa could be Let roommates, be room right? Me and
1: Lisa <laughs> go <gonna> be roommates. <laughs> I think you want a room with Kelly.
0: Kelly's gonna have, she's already an angel, so she has actually multiple oh. mansions. So I know that ultimately she'll get me into, you know,
1: she'll. I gotta have a mansion. All the hell I done went through, <laughs> <laughs> I gotta have a man- mansion. I didn't go through this. All the hell I done caused,
0: happened. I just need to. I'm just trying to get me a studio. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to get a studio. That's all. <laughs> I just, my standards have been completely revamped you know what if you just hook me up with a studio I'll be alright i even pay rent if
1: you haven't got a studio right. you don't I, remake a Tupac song Look, you haven't got a studio
0: I even pay rent I clean I cook
1: <laughs> where you gonna work at
0: what What you need me to do Lord do you need me to open the doors <laughs> I'll. Go, I'm you need a, me
1: to uh, mop, the right, mop the gold.
0: I'm right. I'm right. I'm shining um, the streets of gold. <laughs> <laughs> but no, for real. So, you no, know, for, for real. We got off topic. But like one, I think that what what we have to do, and and this is something that I say to, I, I challenge myself to do, and is just literally realize that. I believe what I believe I'm in the space of where I am. I think the way that I think I am who I am in large part based on my life experiences. Right. And so not mm-hmm. everybody has had the, have shared the same experiences that I've had. Like there's certain things I, I, I tell, I say all the time that I don't understand a lot of privilege, but with that, I also realized that in some situations I've had, I've experienced a privilege. I've experienced a privilege of having, you know, I was raised in a single parent home, but I had a mom that would break her back to make sure that I have. So everything that I have today, I stand on the back of her struggle to be here. But I also recognize that there's some people that did not even have a mom to do that. So I can't look at them and be like, well, you need to be able to do this. And you need to be in this space without realizing I got to provide context for your experience. So when we're having these conversations or we're trying to talk to people about things such as, you know, uh, <clears throat> issues, uh, the, the, the biggest thing now is, is bathrooms is, is, uh, bathrooms and where should trans people go? Should, you know, they be in a man or a woman's bathroom and all of these things. That's one of the, that's like the biggest thing that I hear all the time. And I literally will like log on to social media and I, I don't use Facebook a lot simply because I feel like most of the people that I follow or that I'm friends with on Facebook, they're always talking about these things and it always comes from a very closed off position, be it a conservative closed position or very liberal uh, you know, closed position but people are extremely closed without undes- and not understanding that you believe the way that you believe and you think and feel the way that you feel based off of your life experiences and so if somebody didn't have similar experiences, they're going to think completely different so if you want there to be progress, if you want to move forward if you want to collaborate with people you have to shut up and and give context to their experience and find a way for there to be a compromise or there to be a way to move forward and not just be like, well, shut up, you stupid, you dumb. It is what it is. Because at the end of the day, they're not going to die. Like, you're not going to die. We still have to exist in this space together. So that's what we got to try to do, figure out a way to successfully exist together.
1: Yeah. And it's it's so funny because I was watching like this professor on my timeline and she was like well um, all these people who don't believe that trans people should have there should be gender neutral um, or or against um, what the president said as far as the transgender bathrooms are bigots and I'm just like well no some of them are some of them don't you know their go to is it's going to be a whole bunch of rape victims Um but some people have different approaches or different perspectives or different concerns. Right. You know what I'm saying? And they have voiced those concerns. But the people that you may interact with on social media may have these blanket generalizations. But talking to people that maybe don't use social, to, to social, social media to, to make these statements that are 144 characters long will be helpful so you won't make such a generalization because at the end of the day, then you're doing what you said they're doing. Exactly. You're intolerant to their statements. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like when we just throw these statements at each other, we ended up, we end up being what we accuse the other person to be.
0: Right. And it is intolerant and not listening. And it, it does nothing. It helps no cause. It helps no one get anywhere. Like it really is, It's the most unproductive thing. And I think for me, I'm just kind of like, don't you guys get it? Like, don't you really get it? Especially when it comes to social media. And I I know we pick on social media a lot. Social media is a great thing. But oftentimes I'm seeing a lot. I feel like I see a lot of these conversations, um, these these not even just debates. It goes from I'm explaining my point of view and you explaining your point of view to almost this attack on someone's intelligence or ability to, you know, give something that's substantial because it's like, well, you know, shut up, get off my page. I can say what I want to. And it's like, well, you can say what you want to, but if you say it in an open forum, then you're almost the whole reason that you're on here is for some degree of wanting attention. Well, when you get attention, that's not the form of attention that you want. You have to understand that you put this in a public space for a public response. If you don't want anybody to comment on it, just don't post it. You know what I'm saying? Like, and if you (laughs) don't do that, if literally, if you don't do that, then you won't get these responses and you can actually have a productive conversation. But if you put something out there and someone responds to it, this is an opportunity for the two of you guys to have a dialogue and a productive dialogue. So you are going to disagree. You probably will get heated and that's fine. But when you start to, Attack or think that, well, somebody is just stupid because they think this way or they're just dumb because they think this way. It's like, well, that's only part of what the issue is. They very well may be dumb, but mm, they're trying to learn. Maybe. Right. (laughs) Here's an opportunity for you to give them a little bit more. So as opposed to getting on the defense or attacking them, here's an opportunity to say, you know what? Check this. So I feel this way because of X, Y and Z. Let me try to understand your your perspective. So let me ask you some, some some more probing questions. Let me probe you a little bit more to get a better understanding of your basis for thinking this way. And then I can explain to you my position. And we might have to agree to disagree. And the greatest thing about you know, living in America is that we can do that. And we have a constitution that says we can do that. We can have our own opinions. Like we can say what we want to say. So if you say what you want to say and I, I disagree with it, all right, cool. I'm going to disagree with it and keep it moving, but I'm not going to say how dumb or how stupid you are because you probably got to this place based off your experience, which is a something that I don't, I don't understand. And I just, you know, I, I, I just really wish that we can get to a place of having some productive conversations, having some conversations that's actually going to result in a little bit more understanding, just a tad bit of, I understand why people think this way. So and let that's
1: me- why I'm a go ahead. I'm sorry. No, go to- ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I said, that's why I'm an advocate of verbal conversations. Because I feel like there's so much that gets lost in translation um, when we just spew these short messages. Mm. I mean, you can't have long conversations over text and email. But I think you have to, like, if you want to have something, a conversation about something that may be controversial, I think that people have, it's good that people hear your tone. Because you might say something that could be taken harshly in written form. But if they hear your tone, you got you can be sincerely trying to understand. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I think when you take this, when you think about it, it's like, yo, and some people that are really hard online are very mild in person. They can't articulate like that if you face to face. A lot. You be like, what you said? So you believe that? And then they're like,
0: (laughs) 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 I say these internet thugs. A lot of people. Yeah, Twitter fingers. Yeah.
1: So when that I, I, I think, you know, when you have somebody who disagrees with you, hey, put them, let's talk, let's get them on the phone, let's chat, let's chop it up and see, you know, how they kind of respond and see if y'all can have a productive conversation that way. Right. And
0: you're and, and again, in the same way that we challenge you to do the opposite, you're 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 of course, it's your social media, so you can definitely continue to operate in the space of not doing it and to continue to say how dumb and how stupid people are and be closed off to having a conversation for them. But just realize that you aren't a part of the solution. You are a part yeah. of the problem. That is don't that, say yeah. I'm
1: gonna get you. I got them together on my studies and it's just like, because oh. literally they
0: think the same way <laughs> <laughs> they literally think the same exact way that they did. And you have not opened, them up to a new way of thinking you haven't helped them get to a new place you literally haven't gotten somebody and I do realize that there are some people that are going to troll you and some people that are going to say some stupid stuff that you just have to call like an Azalea Banks you just got to call stupid stupid and let it go I'm all you know what I'm saying I'm (laughs) all for that you just got to be like you know what I, you're dumb. You're stupid. This is not going to help. I, I I get that because at some point in time, it's like she's not trying to be a part of the solution. So you trying to help her is not probably going to get anywhere. I I get those moments, but I'm saying in terms of a person that literally is like, hey, I'm expressing an opinion, so we can go back and forth and have some sort of dialogue in the space that we both choose to be on and share our opinion. If you have a setup like that. You cannot result into calling somebody dumb or stupid or telling them how you know ignorant they are just because they don't think like you think because they have a wealth of experiences that have lent them in the space that they're in and there's probably more than likely don't look anything like yours. So, that's what it is. Y'all let us know what y'all think about this whole conversation um of polarizing having polarizing conversations. What do you think the best way is for us to move forward as a society to get to a place where we can actually listen to each other and have some substantial conversation that leads to progress for everybody and i know people you know are afraid of the word progress because it sounds like you know you're progressive and you might be a stock conservative or somebody that just wants to stay the same and that's okay however um (laughs) we all live together in the same space we have to share a lot of the same things so we got to figure out a way for everybody to to get in one accord and to work cohesively together so let us know what y'all think
1: and if i could add go ahead if i could add anything i would be i would say this is my tip that my mentors have taught me. Ask more questions. If you don't, in the conversation that's difficult, always ask questions to probe and get what really, you know, to under seek to understand. More than making statements, ask questions. Ask a ton of questions just so you can understand. And, you know, make sure the person you talk to has a thinking, reasoning mind, because if not, it just not going to go the way.
0: Crazy don't make crazy. <laughs> That's hot. So hit us up, use the hashtag chatBC, and we will be back for our Toast or Roast.
1: Shut up and Now we're back for our toast or roast. I'm so glad I got that right because I was saying toast. What was I saying? Toast, toast. to
0: roast.
1: Yeah. I was so off. Yeah. I'm so glad God is helping me get stuff right. Words right. Right. Come on. In the latter part of 2016. Hey when we haven't the Come on, somebody. Shout music. (laughs) Uh, I want to toast to um, just Gary V. I'm uh, if if you've seen my social media lately, I'm obsessed with Gary V. I cannot pronounce his last name. I think it's Vanderchuck, Uh, but I'm obsessed with him. And when he says he responds to emails and he responds to every single tweet, this man got a million followers. He responds to everybody. That's how passionate he is about his brand. If you tweet him, he will tweet you back. Um, and he said he don't he he's up like till midnight responding to people's tweets. Um, but he's been really just motivating me, like, just do it. Like, it's not about what you say you want to do, what you plan to do, it's about action. It's about building the brand, it's about adding value, um, and not to um thinking about the long haul as far as your brand and marketing, thinking about like how you're going to brand yourself and not thinking about like the quick buck or a quick come up. But no, this is a life. Like if you're doing something that you think as an entrepreneur is going to be lifelong, you got to think about a lifelong thing. You can't just be thinking about the quick come up or the quick hustle. You have to have, he said, I'm going to get there as a tortoise in a hair suit. I look like I'm, going fast but I'm making strategic moves and I might not get there as quick as a, another person his goal is to buy the New York Jets he was like I might not get there um, as fast as some people think I should but I'm going to get there and I, I just so motivated and inspired I, t- I would challenge you to go watch all of Gary's Reeves videos they do have a lot of profanity in them um, if that's hard for you to take you might want to you know, maybe not watch them but um, I've I've been overlooking it because um, it's been motivating. Um, but um, I heard his older videos had more profanity. He's kind of milder now. I've been watching his new videos, and it's not too much. Uh, but, yeah, go watch Gary V. Get motivated. Just do it. Um, I've just been doing it. I mean, my my thing is when I get scared, I'm already out the boat. Might as well walk on water. Um, that's, that's my motto. So just do it, yo.
0: Well, I'm like I can't tell y'all that I'm gonna walk on water, so <laughs> <laughs>
1: but it's, it's a it's a metaphor
0: well, i'm gonna push somebody in water. How about that does that work <laughs> So I wish that I had a um uplifting i i'm I'm kudos to Lisa. I think I agree with everything that she said, but I wish my I have a roast this week and I wish it was positive, but it's not because we have stupid people that make stupid comments and stupid things. And I've kind of done this before, but I want to specifically say, cause I want to point out the, the, the ignorance in this logic. So, um, the show duck dynasty, I don't know how many people watch. Well, a lot of people watch it, but I don't know if any of you guys watch it, but the show duck dynasty, there's a guy named, seen it. Phil Robertson. Yeah, I never seen it. I just, you know, heard about it from the, the last um, big thing that came out about them being like devout Christians and all of this other stuff and um, their their stance on racial issues and, and uh women's right to choose and all of those things that came out before. So Phil Robertson is a guy from the show Duck Dynasty kinda of weighed in on um the law in North Carolina they're trying to pass to uh with with trans people using uh bat restrooms and which restrooms they'll be assigned to and things like that. So of course, you know, he made some extremely stupid and ignorant statements, but one statement in particular got to me and always gets under my skin. And it really got under my skin because, you know, reading the comment section of the article that I was reading that was posted to it. It just made me realize how, how much sense, you know, these statements don't make, um, and how much people really, you know, these, these Donald Trump supporter type people that really just believe this and, There is no there's no logic to it. And it just really it really frustrates me. And I I like I literally it blow it boils my blood like I just really want to go off. So the statement he made is um, the Judeo Christian values that led America to greatness are under full assault by the mob mentality of political correctness. And we're slowly losing our soul so I know
1: that really that show that show that's like the main one that will really yeah, piss you off that is
0: it literally <laughs> is like that red button that you don't touch because it is i think it's just so obvious and and it's so obvious to see how it just does not make sense These Judeo Christian values that made us great and we're losing our soul. But there is a point of time that you had people literally hanging folks from trees, raping them simply because they could enslaved people, brutally beating people to get money and to get wealth. They owned them. They were their property. Like, literally, slaves were were the property of, of these white people. And these same families, these groups of people, they have amassed to An unthinkable amount of wealth still to this day, their family, their great, great, great grandchildren are still benefiting from these lives that were stripped, taken, beat, weren't considered people like there's so many throughout history. There's so many things from the from the time, literally, that slaves came to the new world until today we still see you know the, the the backlash the the negative ramifications of simply just being black and you say that the country is losing its soul like who are you what kind of brain don't you have in order to think that this is a real thing. And I think that what I want, what frustrates me is like people don't realize how it's not just and I, I'm trying really hard not to use the word racist because it's become such a a word. just like a, a, it's a hot button word that just almost makes people want to write off your statement because you're saying that someone is just racist. It's stupid. It's ignorant. It is It's not even true. It's on no regard and no point true. And you can't help but you can't help but get into a place to say, hey, this person really must have they really their heart, their soul must be racist. If you think that America is so much worse off today than it was 50 years ago, 100 years ago, 200 years ago, simply because you have trans people that will be able to use the god dang on bathroom that they want to like it just It makes absolutely no sense because you're not acknowledging the fact that, yo, people were killed, like literally people were owned, they were property, they were killed, they were beat. And still to this day, this group of people is behind. They fall at the worst of the worst of in terms of every, you know, medical statistic, uh, uh, income statistic, housing statistic. But the very people that built this country they're 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 at the bottom they're at the bottom of the totem pole right now and the people that enslave them are still at the top and you'll say that America is so great today i mean america was so great back then like how do you even get to that point of realization? And for people that get in these comments for people that get in the comments and that go into the space of, Oh, well, you know, that's right. And that makes so much sense. And Oh, you know, the Lord is coming back and I know the Lord is coming back now because you got all these gay people doing this and these trans people doing this and all this. Well, was, was it not a prime time for God to come back and say, Hey, wait, you got to stop like killing these folk. Like still to this day, like, let's say you know what we're in we're really in a a pickle now this is really rough today and really it's time for for jesus to stand up and come back and to save all of the people because we have black kids that are just getting shot at moments notice we have video footage video evidential footage of the brutality that's happening and you have these people that are still being able to leave and live off their pensions to retire early and to enjoy the rest of their life with their family. You have people that are bypassing uh, ch- any type of charges when there's evidential proof that this person was alive before they got in the car and they were dead before they could even get out and before they even got to be uh, to the prison and you have people walking scot-free putting their heads down, releasing a sigh of release without even feeling any guilt or remorse at the fact that that is a, there's a life that is lost. Like even if you were to go to prison, even if you were to go to jail, you still have the ability to have access to your children, to your wife, to see them grow, to be able to smile, to hug them on a visitation. Someone has lost their son, their brother, their friend, that life is lost. And you will sit up here and make statements like, Oh, the country is losing their soul. How stupid can you be? And how, how blatant, how much more blatant can it be that you honestly don't give a crap about this group of people in your mind? You are the, the elite. You are what's right. Your way is the only way. And on top of that, you have so much, zeal for America without realizing that the very thing that you're saying America is losing is the very thing that it was founded to try to do freedom of speech, freedom of religion, the ability to be free from a rule that tells you that you can only do this and you can only think this one way and you can only believe in this one God. Well, America today is more of that. And you're saying, Oh, it's less great because we were founded on Christian values, the Christian values that brutally enslaved people and killed them and raped them. And, you know, literally annihilated, another group of people that owned this land. We stole this, we took it over and we killed these people and diseased them. And you know what? But America today, th- those Christian values were so good back then because they work for me. Like that just come on, man. Like you can't, you can't be that stupid. And this, this literally, I know I'm going on and I'm going to wrap it up, but like literally it just, it kills me to read things like this and to hear people say that this is the right way without recognizing that yo we are 10 times better than what we are today why because we have laws that we like not even 10 we're like a billion times better today than we were at the, the 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 founding of the country because we have laws that say hey you are not allowed to own someone simply because they have dark they have black skin you are not allowed to kill me now we still have people that break laws and we still have you know people that a justice system that doesn't work all the time for the people that it should so that's another thing but we are a lot. There's a lot of progress that has happened. We're a lot better off than what we used to be under the laws that we used to have. And so, when you ha- when I hear people say stupid, ignorant things like you know, "Make America great again," or "I support Donald Trump because he is going to make America great," so exactly what period of time is he going to take us back to that we're going to be greater than what we are today? You find that period of time, and you let me know. And you consider how generous that period of time was for black and brown people and you let me know where that comes in you can there there is not a time because that time it didn't exist we're consistently trying to get better we're consistently trying to get to that place and i am a person that will tell you like the one thing that i do love and i said this before the one thing that i love about our country is that i can criticize it and i can get in the space and mobilize with people agree or disagree you have to respect what a bernie sanders is doing that's coming in and saying you know what i'm literally finna get all these people energized and mobilized and we're gonna keep fighting we're gonna keep pushing the envelope even if you look at what he's done with hillary clinton He has challenged her on a lot of issues. I can still say that, you know what, I think most qualified, she is that person. I think this person is the most qualified. However, I do respect what he's doing. I do respect the force that he is having people that aren't politically engaged On a normal basis, people that don't have that political power and the super PACs behind them that are pushing the envelope in a certain way. I can respect that. That is what America and democracy should be about. It should not be about, oh, well, I'm white and You know, America is just going to be great for me because I get to advance in all of these places or I'm wealthy and I get to advance in all these places. So that's what makes America great. And today, because there's trans people that want to use the bathroom based on them being a trans woman and they want to use the women's bathroom, they shouldn't be able to do that because that's not right. And America's not great. What was America great when you were killing people like for the officer? I think that was in North Carolina, that officer that raped the trans woman that ultimately ended up committing suicide because the officer raped the trans woman. And there was evidential DNA proof that he raped her and he got off. Is America great when those things happen? No, because you don't think that a trans woman is human because you don't understand how somebody could say that, hey, I was born. And I feel that I I'm in the wrong body, and I feel that I sh- I am a woman. Like you, you, just it's just it's stupid. It's so stupid. It's so frustrating. And that's my roast for this week. Because Phil Robinson, people that support people that think like that, you really are the problem. You aren't the solution, and you're not making America great. You're making it way worse than what we really are. And I'm done. <sighs> <laughs> I'm sorry. That was I know that was long. I I know. <laughs> I just. Oh, okay. I'm I'm done.
1: You got it all out? I
0: I think I got it all out. I I'm gonna wrap it up here. So yeah, thank y'all for listening. <laughs> I just <laughs> that's my that's I'll like my butt. Vibe. yeah, that's my hot butt.
1: <laughs> um the the aim of an argument or of a discussion should not be victory but progress. Um and that's by Joseph Jubert. Um, I think that's how you pronounce his name. I'm not sure. You know how I be jacking up people's names. That's yes, all right. Um,
0: we love you, fool. We're going
1: to call him JJ. JJ. The aim of argument or of, uh, or of discussion should not be victory, but progress. Like I said earlier, it's not to win. We should be trying to not win the argument, but win the person. And when you feel like, oh, I beat them, then you really lost. Because, I mean, have you show love and gentleness in how you interact. And I failed that this many times. I'm not saying I'm perfect at it at all, um, but I'm learning it should be victory. The victory is progress. The victory is having a loving conversation with gentleness and meekness with the other person. So um, yeah, choose progress over argument. I'm with that. I can
0: definitely support it and I'm down for it. And guys, I know this show has been a little long, but we definitely appreciate you guys. And again, we I apologize um, on behalf of Brunch Culture and Lisa for us not not being here for us having this this two-week gap um we assure you i assure you guys that we are definitely going to be on it i will take full blame for it i had some some i was in the hospital and on a on a work trip and just life was just going and lisa's like bruh wh- what's going on so, I, so it was
1: my too because i missed that uh saturday i had to go to my friend's bridal shower so
0: yeah, but we it's, you know, it's a
1: joint, it's a joint responsibility. We I both appreciate got busy.
0: Yeah, but we're definitely we're we're definitely we appreciate you guys for standing for rocking with us, for standing by, for continuing to support brunch culture, for hitting us up and being like, hey, where's the show? When is the next show going? Um I think thank you for my home to shout out to my homeboy that definitely was like, Hey bro, remember that consistent consistency we talked about that got you to where you are. And I was like, dang, you know with everything that I have going on, we definitely want to just continue to bring you guys good content, good conversations, and just challenge you, you know, um, to, to have these conversations in your circles with your friends. When you go to brunch, make it a brunch culture brunch, make sure you're using one of the, 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 Topics that we talked about and just throwing it out there is like an icebreaker and seeing how people feel and just connecting with people. That's really what we're here for and that's what we want. So we thank you guys so much for listening to the show, for following us. Make sure you hit up hit us up on our website at www.brunchculturebc.com. You can get to all of our social media sites there. We're on Twitter at Brunch Culture and on Instagram at brunch underscore culture. And of course, on Facebook.com backslash brunch culture. Let us know what y'all think. Let us know some things that y'all want to talk about. Send us some letters. If you guys want us to talk about something, shoot us an email at brunchculturebc at gmail.com. And remember, here at Brunch Culture, everything is up for discussion.